Hi folks, it's Jason Joyce. It's the 6th of April 2020. Welcome and thank you for joining episode 3 of the Jason Joyce podcast. I hope everybody is safe and well. And if you're lucky enough with your health, I hope you're seizing the opportunity to reflect and look at areas of your life that you'd like to improve on that, or that you're very grateful for and you're only realising it now. Spending some quality time with your family and doing things that you wouldn't have had the opportunity to do. And before we go into story time, I'd like to take about 10 to 20 seconds out just to reflect on how you're feeling during this time and just to quick check in with yourselves. I first heard the story I'm going to share with you today three years ago on a personal development course in Italy and it's stuck with me ever since. It's based on a true story and it's entitled A Simple Gesture. Mark was walking home from school one day when he noticed a boy ahead of him had tripped and dropped all of the books he was carrying along with two jumpers, a baseball bat, a glove and a small tape recorder. Mark knelt down and helped the boy pick up the scattered pieces. Since they were going the same way he helped to carry part of the burden. As they walked, Mark discovered the boy's name was Bill, that he loved video games, baseball and history, and that he was having lots of trouble with his other subjects and that he had just broken up with his girlfriend. They arrived at Bill's home first, and Mark was invited in for a can of coke and to watch some TV. The afternoon passed pleasantly with a few laughs and some shared small talk. Then Mark went home. They continued to see each other around the school, had lunch together, then both graduated from junior high school. They ended up in the same high school where they had brief contacts over the years. Finally, the long-awaited senior year came, and three weeks before graduation, Bill asked Mark if they could talk. Bill reminded him of the day years ago when they first met. Did you ever wonder why I was carrying so many things home that day? asked Bill. You see, I cleaned out my locker because I didn't want to leave a mess for anyone else. I had stored away some of my mother's sleeping pills, and I was going home to commit suicide. But after we spent some time together talking and laughing, I realised that if I'd killed myself I'd have missed that time and so many others that might follow. So you see Mark, when you picked up those books that day you did a lot more. You saved my life. So what message did you take from this story? For me personally I can't stop thinking back to Caroline Flack's death. She was 40 and she committed suicide. And two months prior to this, she had posted up a status on her social media platform saying, in a world where you can be anything, be kind. This message went viral when she died. And it's a great message to go viral because you don't need a degree, you don't need status, you don't need money to be kind. But then you fast forward a month later after her death, we've seen the COVID-19 situation grow and become a joint shadowing this world. And for me, this was the perfect situation I required the kindness that a lot of people shared over on social media. But did we see that? i seen some of it, but i also seen a lot of people just looking out for themselves, fighting over toilet paper, um, going to the pub on your voice to stay at home, etc. And in no way is am I judging, I'm just making a point. A lot of people shared that status about kindness, but talk is cheap. Kindness can only be demonstrated in one way, and that's through action. Like smiling or saying hello to a stranger walking by, helping someone like in the story, 
or ringing a friend and checking in with them and if they're in bad form just listening and over the years on my mindfulness and mindset courses I always ask people to put their hands up how many of you believe knowledge is power and always most of the room put their hands up to which I respond bullshit application of knowledge is power knowing and not doing is not knowing and the amount of patients that I've seen over the last 11 years that said I know that when I was helping them for example someone with neck pain and has a lot of stress and a lot of tension I might talk about meditation or mindfulness and they go yeah I know I should be doing it but they're not doing it so knowing and doing are totally different things there's been millions of, millions of excuses like that so avoid the three most dangerous words I know that and replace them with I do that Having lost my dad in January through suicide, this story really hits home for me. One of the quickest things you ask yourself is, what could I have done to stop this? Or was I, was I not there for my dad? Or especially with my knowledge in this area, how did I not see the signs? And these type of questions can consume you as a person. And I can see them upsetting my mom and my sisters, or wider family and my dad's friends. And this is where the application of knowledge really gives me solace. I love my dad and I told him that. I was kind to my dad and I showed him. I was there for him and he knew it and I constantly showed him this. So when them questions come into my brain to try and wreck my head, I have solid evidence there to negate them and to bend them. If it was six years ago, I don't think I would have had that evidence and I would have had a lot of guilt and remorse. So what I'm asking you now to do is... Build up your kindness evidence base. Stockpile that. So if you're ever asked them questions regarding your treatment to others, you have solid evidence saying, I was always kind. I just completed one of Pat Dibley's 14-day self-awareness um, projects. And one of the things I really thought was great was write down at the end of each day one person who you positively impacted that day. So why don't you give that a try? If you do that once a day, every day for 365 days, so once a day for a year, you've positively impacted 365 people. So what my call to action is, try one of them techniques, build up your kindness evidence base, or do that one t one person a day. I watched the Book of Eli there the other night, I'm a big Denzel Washington fan, and the story is based post-apocalyptic world and he has he has the last Bible and he has to bring it 30 years across the American continent. And the old sexy Mila Kunis asks, what's it all about the Bible? Because you can't read. And he summarizes the whole Bible into treat others better than you treat yourself. And I thought that was just a great message. That doesn't to say to treat yourself badly. Actually, treat yourself in a great way, but just treat others better. If you treat yourself well and treat others better, you'll, be, you'll have a very happy and healthy life. And while treating others better, let's start with kindness. A simple gesture. Actions speak louder than words. All day, every day. And there's no time like the present. Welcome the present moment as if you had invited it. Why? Because it's all we ever have. And if you want some extra inspiration, just listen to Fatboy Slim's song, Right Here, Right Now. And before I summarise the main point of today, I just want to thank all my friends and family and everyone who sent out messages of support since my dad died. It really has helped and I appreciate the love and support. 
regarding the podcast i just want to thank dean alfred for his help dermot milton on around the square on instagram check his stuff out for the artwork and mary Kay for sending the mic up to me i hope the sound sounds better and thank you to the listeners for spreading the message and hopefully i can help like in the story and then that's my job done that's my aim achieved so the three main points of today one application of knowledge is power replace i know that with i do that two build up your kindness evidence base and if you're ever questioned in your head you know deep in your heart you positively impacted other people on a daily basis and three be do it now no time like the present it's all we ever have so tell the people you love you love them do kind things for others trust me it will give you something back in return and them it's a win-win situation Thanks for tuning in and leave as much feedback as you can. Thanks, folks.